Welcome, lovebird. You're listening to the Lauren of Love podcast, recorded by me, your host, Lauren Eliz Love. I am so deeply honored to be here with you and to help you move one step closer to creating your dream life simply by listening to this show. I'm a spiritual mentor, a master in the art of self-healing, and the creator and founder of an online transformation program called Heal. Since 2012, I have been on my own journey of self-healing my way to true happiness. I quit my corporate job to grow a successful $700,000 a year business. I ended an abusive marriage to find my true soulmate. I overcame drug addiction, mental illness, and severe chronic health challenges. And I released my trauma to come home to my true self-love. My life has truly transformed, and now it's your turn. On this show, I'm going to be sharing all of the medicine that has helped me create the life of my dreams so that you can create yours. If you can feel it, you can heal it, and you can change anything in your life. This podcast is a safe space for you to do just that, to learn what needs to be learned, to see what needs to be seen, and to feel what you need to feel so that you can have a life beyond your wildest dreams. Your desires are your destiny and you are the person you have been waiting for to make them happen. Here on the Lauren of Love podcast, we are going to dive deep into a study of self-mastery. On the show, you will learn about how to self-heal your life, how to deepen your relationship with spirit, and how to truly embody and reclaim your power. This podcast is a safe space for us to explore the deep inner workings of self-mastery and helping you expand, grow, evolve, and become the best version of yourself. I believe in you, I am here for you, and you got this. Now let's dive in. Good morning, my lovebirds. You may not be listening to this episode in the morning, but it is 7.21 here on the East Coast. It's uh, Wednesday and September 20th. I'm recording this episode a little bit early. Not to give you all the logistics of date, time, and reference, but I just did. (laughs) I'm uh, waking up and uh, coming into my day. I just had a really beautiful morning align time practice and um, something I've been really focused on now that I'm back home after a crazy month. August was, was August crazy for you? Man, was September crazy for you? I feel like August into September was like a, a very fast paced energy. Um, and now that I'm settling and getting grounded, my morning routines have become such a top priority, like whoo, so, so necessary and, uh, really affects my energy really Uh, impacts my day. I firmly believe that my morning self-care practice, even if it is just for uh, 20 minutes, is like one of the most important things I can do for myself. So this morning I went into my ritual. Um, I actually shared this on my Instagram. If you guys haven't seen my my reels recently, I did two reels back to back. I shared um, what my morning align time practice looks like. And then I shared what was on my altar. Super cool reels if you want to go back in the archives and check them out. Uh, But this morning I went into my Zen Den, 
poured a cup of tea for myself, grounded myself on the earth, went back into my Zen den, sat down, dropped in, lit a candle, had an intention, journaled out so much of what I was feeling and just a lot of gratitude is coming through for me. I wanted to record a podcast episode for you guys sharing the lessons that have come through over the last 30 days or so. There's been so much and I know that our back in July, our episode of like hard lessons in July was a really, really powerful episode for a lot of you. I think so many of us are actually very connected and so there's like so many cool synchronicities about what we move through and what we feel. So yesterday when I was in my workflow, I recorded a podcast episode that was supposed to air today and it just wasn't vibing. It felt really like forced in the masculine. It felt really like I was trying to deliver something that wasn't necessarily in alignment it felt out of place, uninspired, all these things. And so um, that's a really big study for me in this season, which we'll talk about, is honoring and listening to when the masculine is um, really showing up in authenticity, right? To deliver, to drive, to achieve versus when the masculine is like, all right, you're doing this because you think you have to. So just like take a minute. <laughs> so I took a minute gave myself a day this morning I woke up did my practice and now I feel really inspired to record an episode for you guys which is all about these lessons of September and if you're wondering like what we have in store for us today three minutes into the show let me just say we are going to be talking about some really powerful pillars of life transformation and the lessons I have learned over the last 30 days so if you're curious let's talk we're going to be diving into some deep lessons around my journey of healing my relationship with my body and food, some things that have come up that have been really profound, healing my relationship with relationships and my um, my patterns that I hold that are actually based on my mother. And so I'm sure many of you guys can relate, maybe having certain patterns or habits where you're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm like my mom and I don't want to be here. I'm like my dad or you know, our parents passed down some really great qualities, but they also passed down some really challenging ones too. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to share some lessons about my lifestyle needs and the discovery of living in alignment and what that means to me in this season of my life and how that can uh, create change for you and help you live more in alignment with yourself. Universal support, really going to drive in some hard, powerful breakthroughs that I've received this month about what it means to be fully supported by the universe and the really cool things that are moving through. And uh, finally, my discoveries of being with the earth, honoring the feminine, and living life in alignment with the masculine and feminine frequencies. So there's a lot to cover here, okay? We're, we're going to dive in, we're going to go deep, and I'm going to share with you guys everything that's moving through. Uh, first, I want to give you guys a little life update. Uh, really excited. Um, so as I'm as I'm recording this, I have just returned from a very long trip with my husband in Vermont. We went to a beautiful place in Grand Isle that we go to a couple of times a year. We take our camping trailer with us, and we root down, and it's right on the water. Lake Champlain is like a whole whoo whole spiritual vortex if you have not 
if you didn't know that, right? It's it's a very feminine uh, spiritual vortex, very similar to like Maui energy. And uh, we did that. And the week before, I had all these people in my house. So I went <laughs> into August. August was great. I was like cultivating myself, getting shit done, blah, 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 blah. Life's amazing. And then boom, it was like, this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing they're all really great things but they were all really demanding of my energy and my time and my space so I had guests in my house for a week and then I went on vacation with my husband in a tiny home for two weeks and so for three weeks back to back 21 days maybe it was even a little bit longer than that I didn't really have the space or energy to myself that I really needed and I'm going to record a podcast about this later on in the future of our timelines because I am a projector by human design and if you know anything about human design and being a projector, being a projector means that you need a lot of space to yourself and I did not get that and what ended up happening was I got initiated into some really powerful uh, lessons about what it means to take space, what it means to ask for your needs, and uh, what it means to flow through seasons where life is really demanding. And I didn't really set uh, promises or expectations um, or intentions even on myself as to, you know, how would I make space for myself? I think this was a very, I know we, we haven't dropped into the episode yet, but I'll just say this very powerful thing of like, when when I've been I've been on my journey of healing for a long time and the big breakthroughs and the big anchor ends and the big rooting downs that like make me feel whole and expanded and blessed and transformed they all really happen when I'm with myself and I'm with in my own frequency and have my own space and uh, whether I'm in a group ceremony or not I'm still like in space with myself and you need that regularly and I think this world, the way it's designed, we are really conditioned to have every excuse in the book to not have that space, to distract ourselves, to avoid our transformations and our growths and our healings um, for many reasons. We don't have to get into that, right? But just to say that I did not have ritual promises to myself. And looking back, I think that's one of the things that I would really take away and share as a sort of tactical, you know, bullet point takeaway uh, for anybody who's going through a season of your life where like life is really freaking busy, right? You have maybe back-to-back -back kids events or you have, you know, all these family parties or you have all these travel things you have to do or all these errands you have to run. It's really important in those seasons, like if you're aware that it's a season and it's happening routinely, that you make non-negotiable promises honoring yourself to say, okay, this is my, my, my promise. When I had people over my house, I had these thoughts that came through prior. I was like, well, maybe I'll wake up early and I'll go to the water and I'll meditate uh, at the pond and just connect or maybe I'll go for a hike before everybody wakes up. And I didn't make these, these things. Ooh excuse me, I didn't make these things actual promises. You know, I made them like, well, maybe I'll try to do this. And, you know, that's such a reflection of how I still have so much work to do on the aspect of putting myself first and like what that means and why that's so important and 
um, just how I can master that more deeply. So I just wanted to share that really quickly for you guys, for anybody who's listening, to make that space, to make that time, and to do the work that is required to uh, to really make space for yourself. We all have the ability to do that, even if it's just like once a week or twice a week, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, like here and there. We can we can really make a lot happen simply by honoring ourselves enough to say, hey, I'm going to make some space, you know. Um, so yeah, making space. I'm back. I'm, I had this really long trip. It was wild and crazy. Learned so much. We're going to talk about it in the episode. And then when I got back home, I decided to cleanse my body. So I'm in uh, day six out of seven of a deep cleanse for myself and uh, really just feeling so much more clear and so much more connected to my soul and my spirit. I think cleansing, detoxing, water fasting, uh, all of these things are just so helpful for me in, in clearing the energy that really doesn't serve me that I've been holding on to. Um, it's not like I'm trying to change my body to look a certain way, but I'm really going into these practices with uh, the intention to clear energy that I'm holding on to that feels sort of trapped or stuck or heavy or hard or disconnected or foggy. And so I'm now like coming back into my state and it's really cool. I'm uh, in a couple of days, my mom is coming to visit and she and I are going to embark on a 24-hour prayer portal together, which I'm really excited about. Um, if you don't know what prayer portals are, just a really quick share. I honestly need to carve out time to do this for myself as well in the month ahead. Um, I haven't been able to do a personal one-to-one prayer portal for myself in quite a bit because of all of the travel and scheduling and such. But prayer portals, and I have an episode too, just side note if you want to know more about this, scroll down. Prayer portals are containers where you actually show up in devotion to an intention. Maybe you say, I really want to feel empowered or I really want to feel at peace or I really want to discover what's holding me back or I really want to channel my next creative business idea. You know, whatever the devotional prayer is, you can make a container for yourself in your life, whether that is a three-hour experience or a three-day experience. And what we usually do is disconnect from every other aspect of the world, clearing out all of the other elements, the technology, the chores, the uh, responsibilities, the obligations, the pressure. And for that container of time, you are doing certain rituals and practices and having experiences that really crack you open to your highest dimensional self. And I've been doing these these prayer portal containers out in nature. I've documented them and shared them on Instagram. They're also in my highlights if you want to go back. And the prayer portal podcast episode is really helpful for anybody who wants to do this. Um, But now I'm facilitating prayer portals and I have a student coming in October to actually experience her very first prayer portal with me. We're going to be working with some plant medicines, animal medicines of the earth, combo, cannabis and uh, cacao and uh, you know just some other magical experiences drum medicine we're gonna go out on the land and kayak my mom is not very like into all of this so she's coming to my house to quote-unquote visit 
but I'm showing up with a prayer and intention that this is a prayer portal. And so I'm disconnecting from my technology. I'm breaking away from the chores and tasks and responsibilities. I'm coming in with a really clear prayer and intention. And my mom and I are going to go kayaking on my favorite pond up here in Connecticut. Uh, We are going to have a beautiful home-cooked meal. My husband's going to cook for us, have a fire outside in the back, listen to some music, explore, go for a hike, and just, you know, I'm really excited about what that's going to open up with my mom. So stay tuned for probably some updates on that. And just a side note too, as we drive, uh, drive home this point of the importance of making space for yourself, if you're curious about creating prayer portal container for your soul and your spirit and you're saying, I really need a recharge, I really need a retreat, I really need a getaway, I really need to like make some time and space for myself, I am very excited to talk about this and I'm going to share it here briefly. Um, we have an incredible opportunity coming up at the end of October The dates are October 29th and October 30th, and I'm going to be running a virtual prayer portal container, and I have never been, I've like never been more pumped for a boot camp ever, because it's not a boot camp, it's a retreat. This is a two-day back-to-back experience that walks you through step-by-step an entire itinerary of what to do for yourself at home. There are rituals, there are recipes, there are practices mapped out step-by-step and like I said, a schedule specific to follow for you to embark on a prayer portal container for yourself. There's a whole orientation video and what's really cool about this experience of the prayer portal is that we've also woven in some live streamed ceremonies inside of that two-day experience So we're going to open up with uh, a live ceremony that I'll facilitate, which is a journey meditation, calling in your intention, getting really clear, and then you'll go through the prayer portal virtual journal workbook. There's a printed out PDF workbook that comes with this experience, and you'll go through your journal prompts, and then I'll walk you through some really cool sacred spiritual rituals that I use Uh, every month in my life like the creative call practice the goddess nurturing practice and many others along with some really juicy recipes for warm teas and cacao elixirs and yummy lunches that you can have and prep for yourself so that you're really prepared to make these two days as nourishing as possible and then we have some ceremonies from guests as well like my friend Sophia known as Kua the light language healer She did a uh, virtual ceremony inside of our Soul Portal membership, which is my membership service, and the girls just loved it, so we're going to bring her in for a live virtual light language channeled ceremony for everybody. My friend Stephanie Burgos is going to be coming in to do breath work and body healing, and then my friend Paula, who I have co-facilitated cacao with before, she's my amazing Guatemala medicine sister, she is going to close us with a really sacred prayer portal of breath and uh, she's just incredible. So if you haven't uh, yet explored what this container looks like or if you want to get a spot on the wait list before doors open up, you can go to laurenoflove.com slash prayer portal. Really easy to find and again this is all virtual and all recorded and uh, you'll have 90 days to go through the live uh, and recorded 
events. So while the practices and the rituals and the workbook and the lifestyle guide and all of those tools will be lifetime access available to you, the live events of the ceremonies that exist in this container, you'll have 90 days to go through them. And that's just because we wanted to challenge you to participate as deeply as you can. So even if you can't do the prayer portal virtual container live, I really hope to see you there. I hope you join us. Um, that is again October 29th and 30th. Even if you can't join it live, the way that this container is designed, it's set so that you can actually do this process and have this experience solo by yourself with the schedule and with the itinerary. And you can also flow and, and do what feels best for you. But uh, prayer portals have been so transformational for me and I know they will be for all of our students jumping in. So whew, now that we've have a deep breath, 18 minutes into this dialogue, let's jump into the episode. Uh, and again, laurenoflove.com slash prayer portal. Don't forget it. We'll put the link in the show notes. Now let's go into this episode. <laughs> Love you guys so much. Here we go. Ooh, let me also say <laughs> there are way more lessons than I can document here in today's episode that came through over the last 30 days into October. Um, damn, like even like family stuff and just how to navigate um, that energy of like when you're growing and you're expanding and you're deepening and you're becoming more of a deep person and people in your life don't really fully see that or understand it, um, that that's a big one coming through, really, really big. So I really do want to hold space for that one as well. So I'm going to take out my pen here. I'm just going to write family note to make sure that we explore that. You guys, I'm like really like trying to keep it clear and concise in this show today but I don't know if that's gonna happen because so much came through okay so let's start with one of the biggest lessons in my relationship with my body um my it's very interesting because ever since I've come to what I feel to believe the other side of the deep deep heavy stuff of healing my body like I have been symptom-free from Lyme disease now for, I think, almost a year and a half, two years, something like that. And I am on the other side, but I'm still having lessons come through. And I think that's really important to understand. Like, my relationship with my body is a lifelong relationship, and I am always going to have lessons and things to learn. And it doesn't mean that I'm, quote-unquote, not healed. It just means that there's a deepening of study this is a study in how I relate to this very important physical vessel that I've been given in this lifetime. And my relationship with food over the last year has been really, really interesting. I've noticed how when I'm very, very devoted to eating very clean and very clear and being really, really um, specific about what I say yes to for my, my body, I notice that I feel way more empowered. And this is a simple thing that I think uh, in some ways we may say, oh, like you're being really controlling with what you eat, right? There's a shadow side to seeing that perspective of being really regimented or specific in what you allow into your vessel. Uh, but for me, it's really devotional. It's it's recognizing that when I'm, when I'm walking around with this perspective of listening to my body and giving my body what it needs to feel good, I feel good. 
because I'm showing love to my body and honoring my body. But then there are seasons of my journey, my my coaster, so to speak, because we're all riding ebbs and flow waves, right? That's just what happens on our healing journeys with anything, with food, with relationships, with business. When I'm in my ebb and I'm in kind of like the, the harsh waves of the storm, I will eat and indulge in certain foods that are okay for my body and my vessel to receive in, in small amounts and small quantities. But there's something that happens in these crashing storm moments where I'm eating more and I'm almost putting myself into this state of trying to like numb out or escape or exhaust. And it's a binge eating pattern that has been with me for years. And I've healed so much of that. And at the same time, I'm very aware that I'm still a student and there are things that do come up. And so this last 30 days, I went through seeing uh, two complete sides of the spectrum. And I think that's something that um, is happening for a lot of people in the collective for what transpired in September into October and even into in August as well. It's like between these these two months transitioning into where we are today, we've experienced these really big epiphanies and awarenesses of beauty and bliss and happiness and alignment and empowerment and just sinking into where we are followed by like shadow stuff and and it's these two sides of this duality principle that we have sat with and received over the last 60 days or so and so for me before I had all of my guests come because we were we were praying together I was bringing my friends into town we had a beautiful ceremony experience and I was spending a lot of time in the, the weeks prior just getting my body into like the best state it could be in because this prayer was very strong for me. And I felt more empowered than ever before. And I think I had this realization of like, I, I used to be really shamed in my family for being disciplined and being devotional to what I allowed into my body and what I said yes and no to. Like if I said no to something that was on my plate or I said no to something that somebody cooked or I said no to something that was present and available in front of me that somebody wanted to offer me, they would feel rejected or they would feel hurt or they would feel upset with me that I wasn't eating their food. It's like Italian grandmother background, right? So when I stepped into this state of empowerment and really making better choices for myself and being able to say yes and no to things based on what felt in integrity to me um, it's a it's a really disciplined energy to hold something like that if you're not used to and haven't been conditioned to be in that frequency like my husband I offer him food all the time and he I'm like, can you try this tea I made, right? Can you try this herbal blend? Can you? And he will say, no, thank you. And just like that, no, thank you. And I'll feel myself getting frustrated. Like, why are you not trying this? Why are you not tasting this with me? Why are you not sharing in this experience with me? And there's this like codependent energy within that. And so I... I just realized that for so long I wanted to be in this state of being in right relationship with my food, being able to say yes and no to things based on what my body was telling me and not force myself or put myself in kind of that like rape energy to do something that I really didn't want to do. And 
in this this process for the first half of you know the the first half of the month uh i would say probably like end of august into early september i was feeling so in alignment with that and so in integrity and then i went on this trip with matt and then i fell off course and i ate all these foods and the the thing that i really had a hard time with was feeling like i had done all this work to really take the best care of myself and i felt like i had arrived at this place of being embodied and integrated in my relationship with nutrition and nourishment and i felt really sovereign and and glowy and energized and healthy and it was just like i'm here and then boom i wasn't you know and like i had to sit with that and like the the feeling of disappointment in myself that i I almost felt like I couldn't control what I was doing, but at the same time, I had this energy of like, I've been working so hard, I want to relax and I want to indulge and I want to enjoy and then I took it too far and then I used it to cope and like all of this stuff, right? Falling down the rabbit hole of my relationship with food and my body and 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 feeling like for two weeks, I disappeared from all of my aspects of self it taught me so much like i i i know that for a long time experiences like this would make me feel really bad about myself but i had this really big epiphany in that experience sitting with how i was showing up and just being able to say you know if this is what my body is doing where it's telling me hey eat ice cream and eat fudge and go do this and go do that whether or not this is a lifelong sustainable choice this this desire that's moving through my body is here for a reason and it's teaching me something and so i'm going to surrender to it and i'm going to allow it to teach me and it taught me so much because in those that moment of feeling like i had failed or feeling like i had slipped up or feeling like i was you know falling down an old path i got to be able to establish a new perspective to say actually no i'm i'm perfectly well and i'm just having fun and i'm just enjoying and i'm just relaxing and cherishing and having these rich beautiful vacation experiences that i deserve to have and i haven't been able to have those in years so it was a really emotional thing to be able to do that and uh I think too, just really reflecting on what it taught me, I could see how there were moments in those two weeks where I would go for an indulgence to enjoy and to have pleasure. And then there were moments where I would go for an indulgence to escape because I was uncomfortable. And this is something I want to talk to you guys about as well. The patterns that we have that are bad habits, like whether that is drinking or smoking cigarettes or um, eating lots of food, binge eating, right? These bad habits, they always surface, even dysfunction in relationships, always surfaces when there is a lack of safety within the body and there is a lack of safety in your relationship to your energetic frequency. And I just want to elaborate on this really quickly that when I say lack of safety, it doesn't mean that I like we disrespect ourselves with the idea that the language lack of safety means that and only means that oh i feel like my life is threatened like that's not what lack of safety means or like i feel unsafe for my physical body that's not what lack of safety means it's a part of what lack of safety means but lack of safety 
really is about recognizing that in your body, you feel anxiety. In your body, you feel unsettled. In your body, you feel disconnected. In your body, you feel like something's out of alignment. In your body, you feel triggered or annoyed. It's like any frequency of dysfunction that is existing in your physical body, in your energetic space, is a representation of lack of being rooted and safe and secure in your love, in your passion, in your purpose, in your joy, in your relationship, in whatever, right? And so I noticed that in this particular experience, this immersion where I got put in this tiny little freaking box of a trailer home with my husband, I mean like it's so hard because I love those vacations. They're amazing. Like they're they're so fun. And at the same time, I live on two and a half acres in a home with my partner and we have a lot of space from each other. And then I go into these vacations where we're on this big, beautiful plot of land with like 10 other people who have trailers around us and there's noise that distracts me and the room space in the trailer is small and it's just like, while it's not a bad thing, I haven't figured out how to work with that just yet. And this is something that I think I'm really studying in my relationship with boundaries is in close quarters contained with other people's energies, how do you hold your own? And it's a really important question to ask and it's a really, really powerful component of boundary work to study in that, you know, I could sit here all day in my two and a half acre property with tons of peace and be like, so blissed out and have solid boundaries because nothing's physically in my space but when I go into a family dynamic or I have uh, my mother in town or I go on this vacation with my partner am I clear in my boundaries am I making intentional space for myself am I speaking my needs am I expressing what I need to do that feels important to me for my own self-care and for me I have this very deep shadow um I'll just share briefly with you guys because I, I think some of you can relate. For a long time, I like put my husband last because I had so much other stressful focus in my life. I was very stressed about money. I was very stressed about business. I was very stressed about my health. And so my relationship with my partner wasn't necessarily my first priority and it really took a toll on us not to say that my relationship should be my first priority in life all the time like that's not what I mean but what I do mean is that um, he was really nowhere on the radar you know he was like at the bottom and I didn't know and understand how to fully put myself first and then how to put my relationships second and I also didn't understand how to have balance with my money relationship and with my business relationship and with my body. And so now that I'm on the other side of all of that, I really kind of feel like I'm doing penance or trying to make amends by like over delivering by being the greatest best wife and and constantly being present and constantly asking him, well, what do you want to do? And, and, and what do you want to eat for dinner? And where do you want to go today? Rather than actually expressing what feels important to me. I had this really big moment. It's so funny because every single time we go on vacation and we climb some sort of mountain, no matter where it is, what year it is, what mountain it is, I have a nervous breakdown and I cry. 
This has happened in Sedona. It's happened in Hawaii. It also happened here in Vermont where, you know, we were hiking this trail and I wanted to like stop and rest and reflect and look around and and think to myself and he just wanted to climb to the top and I was getting so frustrated like my god like I just want to take a minute and I want to indulge in the beauty of this and enjoy and meditate and he just wanted to keep going and I had this moment where I started to cry and I, I said I feel like my needs are not being met and it was such a representation of how I was feeling and what I was being initiated into understanding and so I now have a deeper understanding of just how important it is for me to say, what do I need? Let me speak it. Let me express it, you know, and I think that that experience in Vermont, which I firmly believe if you're a spiritual person, vacations are not vacations. They're like, (laughs) they're initiations all the time. Like, let's just be real. Um, But I really believe it was like one of my greatest gifts. And so I learned a lot about communication. And I'm also in this season really studying and understanding that in my partnership, there are situations where um, I can feel and be aware of triggers either from me or from him. And I'm really in a season of not indulging or not subscribing to those frequencies. And I just wanted to share that because I think that when we are in partnership and there is like a dysfunctional pattern, we really want to fix it. And we spend time like really, really focused on the dysfunction and fixing the dysfunction. And we're giving the dysfunction so much energy. And what has been very helpful for us in our relationship over the last couple of years has been not feeding into the dysfunction, but creating the functionality that we really want and giving that the energy that really it deserves. So um, just a little tidbit there for anybody who's going through a challenging time of triggers. Maybe you notice like you get triggered and you try to keep it to yourself to process it, but then your husband feels it and then he gets triggered and then he wants to indulge in it and you got to like shelf it, mama, you know. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just wanted to share that. Okay, let's let's talk about lifestyle needs and the, the breakthroughs that are coming through for me in this area of my 3D world. Um, my lifestyle needs have, have really evolved. I spent a long time feeling like my lifestyle really needed travel and I would I would travel all the time. I'm just gonna take a sip of tea for a second. Hold on. My lifestyle has changed so much. The more I expand, the more I grow, the more I realize that rooting down and connecting to where I am currently is actually a a beautiful thing and creates a great sense of joy in my life. But for a long time, I didn't want to root down to where I was because I didn't feel happy and joyful with where I was. And I think that this is something I talk about in the Wild Wealthy Feminine program where a lot of students are coming into that journey. It's a business, my business and money energetics mastery program. It's a six-week study. And many students come in because they have desires that are beyond their current reality. And they say, I really want this. I really want that. I really desire this. And what they're longing for and looking for that's outside of themselves really causes a pattern of dysfunction with what currently is present where they look at where they are right now and they feel really empty or they feel really unhappy or they feel really um, wanting to complain. And I have definitely been there 
And what I have found to be really powerful for transforming my life and creating massive change is looking at where I am now and asking the question, how can I make this as magical as possible? And so my lifestyle needs have become uh, really, really apparent to me. First and foremost, I need a home where I wake up and feel amazing and blissed out. And I'm sure you can relate. You want to wake up in your house and feel like, oh my God, I love where I live. I love the decor. I love how everything's set up. I love how clean it is. I love how cozy it is. When you live in a place you love, you love your energy. You love where you are and you love who you are. It's just a byproduct of that. So I started to look at this over August and September and really went deep in clearing out, purging, releasing, organizing, dusting, um, separating, uh, putting things in place and just really looking at my 3D reality and recognizing that if I wanted to create beautiful change in my inner world and if I wanted the next level of my 3D world, I needed to cherish and celebrate everything that was coming through in what I currently had in my present moment. So I really just wanted to share that to challenge you all to look at um, where you are in your current life and just exploring the possibility that perhaps you can make more beauty than currently exists. You know, maybe you can decorate your office with more joy. Maybe you can do up your bedroom so it feels like a spa. Maybe you can organize your bathroom so you feel more called to have beauty rituals and bath time and Maybe you can organize your kitchen so you feel healthier. There's just so many ways that we can clear our internal through these simple things that we do in our home. My lifestyle specifically has been, this has been a very deep journey of honoring my masculine and feminine. And I think that what I've come to realize is that a lot of people who live at home have a very hard time with understanding what they actually truly need to feel balanced and grounded and many people feel like they're pulled in all these different directions they're at home and they're like well I got to do these chores but I have to grow my business but my cat needs to be fed and I, I have to take care of the laundry and you know this clutter over here we just we get so distracted and this really prevents us from having solid self-care rituals and it really prevents us from being disciplined and devoted in our workspace and it really prevents us from feeling grounded. And for me, I'm going to record an episode of this and I'm going to share some things on Instagram and in the stories and reels as well around how to create safe containers at home that allow you to feel balanced if you're spending majority of your time at home. It's like, it's a really big thing. And and for me, I'll just share a little bit about this. I need masculine structure. And what that looks like to me is following a schedule of a morning routine, an evening routine, a routine of when I'm decompressing and grounding down after a work day. Because if I don't do that, I'll just continue to work. It also looks like me being aware of when my energy is capped and then going to nourish. And that's a very like, I think that's a very motherly quality, but um, it can feel masculine too to create structure to say, okay, I'm going to record this podcast episode. I'm going to get this done and then to nourish myself and recharge, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z and then I'll come back to work. I really also believe in the masculine structure of making a to-do list every morning. And so 
I will write down the things that are intentional for me, the things that I really want to get done to make sure that I'm prioritizing and I'm not getting pulled in all these different spaces. And so masculine structure is really important. And if you've seen my real video about my altar or if you have watched my post about my sunflower and pine tincture, I'm balancing, I'm in this study right now, balancing the masculine and feminine frequencies together. So I actually made this um, this tincture that is brewing right now in the sun and it's a blend of a really sacred sunflower found on the coast of Vermont. It's really, really beautiful, one of a kind, which is very feminine, right, the sunflower. And then pine that was harvested at Mount Mansfield, which is like thousands of years old and oh my gosh, like this blend, this tincture that I'm making with these two items, it's like so powerful, so potent, and it just feels really, really exciting to think about the possibility that I can work with this medicine. I think I'm going to be bottling it up and offering it to you guys as well. As a prayer, uh, flower essences have been such a powerful study for me, so um, looking forward to that and wanting to give it back. But basically, my lifestyle needs are to honor the masculine and feminine, and I have found that incorporating practices throughout my day that connect me to earth elements has been very, very nourishing for me. So making sure throughout the day I take space to water and talk to my plants and to harvest herbs from my garden and to dream of the future garden that we're going to be making next spring. Like taking care of food we're going to be today we're going to be pickling I'm very excited about that we're going to go to a local farm but that's like that's my lifestyle need is like to be with the earth and to be rooted and you may not resonate with that you may have other things that make you feel more connected maybe it's the element of water or maybe it is uh, the element of fire where you really feel like what makes you feel nourished is action and aliveness and doing right so just being able to explore that within yourself I think is a really powerful tool and I invite you to do that. Next on my lessons for uh, the month of September and kind of August because that's what we're talking about here is universal support and this is like this is so crazy because I, I'm, I'm now understanding this in a deeper way of like what it actually means to be supported by the universe and, and I've struggled with that for a really long time. Um, but I see it now very clearly in that when I'm showing up in integrity, which means like I'm showing up to love myself basically, you know, and I'm showing up to do good work and I'm showing up to care for myself, I'm rewarded with the next steps. And it's really funny because there are certain things that have been in my, my dream journal, my manifestation list, my intention, my heart for so long, like these, these desires that I just felt like were so big and so beyond myself and so impossible to reach and now they're coming to fruition and I'm starting to see them manifest and it's really funny because in the beginning of this journey universal support knowing that I'm supported seeing the signs from the universe this would show up as like what I want would start to pop up you know, I would see somebody else have it or I would see a reminder of the thing that I wanted or see the sign from the universe about it. And 
I just knew that all of these things that were popping up, they were signs that what I wanted was coming closer. It was getting closer. It was arriving closer. It was on its way. And then it started to come into my 3D reality. And it's really, really cool how how this works. And it's also a tool we can use. So like if there's something that you want, you know, watch YouTube videos about what you want and get excited about it and dream it up and journal it up. Like, yes, the universe is supporting you, but you can also hold space for you to move the needle forward a bit quicker by taking action steps like that to cultivate your frequency, to raise up your vibration, to get into energetic alignment with what you want. So I I feel like now it's just really funny where I'm I'm just in this season where I'm like, hey, I know the universe is bringing me exactly what I want and I know that it may look totally different than what I expect, but it's going to provide me every emotion I've wanted to have and I can already feel that way and I've arrived where I am right now and it's beautiful and I can celebrate it and I'm looking forward to what's next. And like that energy, being able to be there, that is so beautiful and I want that medicine for everybody to be able to arrive at that place of I am happy and grateful for everything I have. I love my life and yes, more. And that's where the universe comes in to support. The universe does not come in to give, right? The universe does not come in to to create massive alteration. The universe supports and everything that it does, whether it's giving you something or altering an aspect of your life, It is supporting something that you are holding. And so it's your responsibility to hold and harness that and really sink into it very deeply. Finally, um, let's talk about this concept of being with the earth. Guys, this is so profound. I'm just going to say this. Like Pachamama is so healing. I'm, I'm currently at my desk where I have crystals all over the place oils, sage, palo santo, a pheasant wing, uh, a beautiful sacred jar of harvested goose feathers, tons of plants, and like I feel so nourished by everything I'm looking at. And and that's like, that. there's an aliveness to that. And I really invite you guys to start to bring that into your life in some way, shape, or form, even if it's like learning to work with um, more uh, like more fresh produce and like taking time to appreciate and give uh, humble gratitude to the foods that you're eating. That's a great way to start to change your relationship with Pachamama and the earth. Get some plants, get some crystals, do up your space. Like it goes such a long way. And I, in this season of my life, I'm recognizing that I'm very connected to the earth and I want more time with mother nature and I want to live off the land and have chickens and harvest my own food and and that's where I'm headed so um, if that doesn't land with you that's super cool that's like just my dream and um, in the meantime still incorporate some elements of earth appreciation into your life like there's a lot of medicine in being outdoors and, and taking that space for yourself it's a big part of why my prayer portal containers in person, you know, the, the the next one coming up, for example, a dear sister booked this prayer portal and it's on seven acres of land with a two acre pond with kayaks and a, and a wood burning stove. And it's like, let's get real rooted. Let's get real sacred. Let's really anchor down. And I think that um, 
when you're stripped away from like all this like technology and noise and stuff really gives you an opportunity to be with yourself so if you don't take that time for prayer portal container work uh, please do so we have the prayer portal coming up at the end of October October 29th and 30th like I mentioned in the intro and you can go to laurenoflove.com slash prayer portal to find out more but um, yeah that's a really big lesson for me is like when I'm struggling when I'm having a hard time getting out into the earth feeling the earth connecting to the earth goes a really long way and finally I wanted to share this um, a note about family I'm going to record a separate episode on this, but you will find that as you transition and you grow and expand and you're taking these steps to deepen yourself, you may have realizations that certain people in your life are more surface level than you realized. And you may recognize that certain people that you love don't want to or don't feel comfortable with holding the space to go deep with you. I had this happen recently in my family dynamic and it really taught me a lot about realizing that the more I grow and the more expansive I become for somebody who's not doing that work it can feel confusing it can feel unfamiliar it can feel uncomfortable it doesn't mean that the way that they and their soul are living their life is wrong and it doesn't mean that you have to shrink down who you are to accommodate them but it does mean that in relationships we kind of have a responsibility to love each other and to create safe space and to be gentle with each other and you know if I'm here saying oh well this person doesn't want me to go deep so screw them I'm not going to have them in my life what I'm what I'm really doing is making that relationship all about me right that person is telling me they need something different and I can definitely create boundaries and I think that's a sad part of this experience too like when you realize that that's something that's happening, you realize that there's a uh, almost, how do I explain this? Like like you have to kind of like withhold a little bit of your love because being deep is very loving and you're realizing that with this person and it can be very challenging and in that way there's a lot of grief and in that way there's like a lot of hardship and there's a lot of sadness and there's a lot of discomfort And also too, you know, if you really love that person, can you, can you create boundaries within yourself where you're like, okay, maybe because this person is this way, I can't talk to them as much. Um, Because this person is choosing to show up this way, I have to kind of, you know, not share all of myself with that person. And, and maybe I don't want to have those conversations as frequently because that makes me feel unhappy and unsafe myself. So you may put up some boundaries And being able to meet that person where they're at little by little slowly, you know, recognizing that when you're a spiritual person and you have this spiritual power and you've turned on this really strong spiritual gift within yourself, you may have to meet people where they're at. And it's a really hard study. It's a very emotional study, but it's not here to stifle you. It's not here to shrink you down. It's here for you to understand Uh, how to harness and work with your medicine and not necessarily need to, um, you know, give up on that relationship, but to make space to say, okay, maybe I need to like tone it down and step back a little bit and, and allow this to teach me from a distance. And so I've been doing that in this particular relationship and it's been really helpful 
And when people don't see you and they don't understand you and that you, you know, they don't relate to you, it's something that really is very, uh, rings very true for me is just because you don't understand something doesn't mean that you can't have compassion for it or doesn't mean that you can't try to understand. And I think that's like a really big aspect of love is trying to understand whether you're trying to understand somebody who doesn't feel safe to go deep with you or that person is trying to understand who you are and what your life is about. Um, making steps to understand I think is really just a powerful, powerful tool. So I just wanted to share that briefly as a side note and just remind you guys that uh, relationships are our teachers, relationships are our healers, and we can be gentle with ourselves every single step of the way and not indulge in any storylines that say, oh, this means that I need to hide myself and I can't be who I am and I have to, you know, and fuck you, I'm not going to be that. Well, you know, like we don't have to do that. We can unconditionally love and move forward and allow these experiences to teach us. So with that, I invite you to take whatever lesson of the month landed with you. Maybe you can share with me on Instagram what big lessons were profound from this study we talked about so much. The body, masculine, feminine energy, relationships, lifestyle, earth, medicine, all the things. I want to know what your biggest takeaway was. You can take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Instagram, tag me at Lauren of Love, and tell me uh, what is the promise you're going to make to yourself from this episode. I'd love to hear more from you. And if you enjoy listening to the show, please leave us a review. It would mean the world to me. The more reviews we have, the more eyes get on this episode and this show, and the more people we can help. I love you guys so much. Hope to see you inside of the prayer portal and take care. Bye, sisters. Aho. And finally, just one last thought, laurenoflove.com slash prayer portal if you want to join us for the virtual weekend. Okay, sisters. Ciao, ciao. Talk to you soon. Hey, sister, don't go anywhere just yet. I have a free offer for you as a gift for being a beautiful lovebird listener of this show. I want to give any student who leaves a review on this podcast a beautiful free gift, the Six Laws of Wealth audio series. If you're creating prosperity, abundance, health freedom, financial freedom, this audio training series is going to shift and propel you into a new perspective of creating prosperity and wealth in your life. It's really simple to receive this free offer. All you have to do is leave a review on the podcast write up some comments about how you feel this show has helped you. And when you're done, take a screenshot of that review and email our team. You can go to hello at laurenoflove.com and just share in an attached file a screenshot of your review. We'll respond back and give you a link to sign up for that free series, The Six Laws of Wealth Audio Training. It is a beautiful, jam-packed study, and I'm so honored to give you that gift for free. So again, just leave a review, write some love notes about how this podcast has changed your life, and take a screenshot, send it to us at hello at laurenoflove.com, and we'll respond back with your free access to the Six Laws of Wealth audio series. I look forward to seeing your review, and I am so excited to share this series with you for free. Enjoy guys. And I'll see you on the next show.